What's going on, Newton fam? This is Newton's ball on the beach. You know, just got done watching the Dolphins game. Not really uh, too sure what to make of it. There's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, man, for all of you that saw that, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe some people were having a heart attack. Some people were yelling at the TV like me. But I also was like, eh, you know, if we lose, it's not the worst thing. I just didn't want to lose like that. You know, just to be up by, you know, whatever it was, like 21 points at the time or whatever. And, you know, have them come all the way back and then throw a Hail Mary and go into overtime. No, I wish it was kind of just like, you know, like like a loss where you kind of know that it's coming. Not necessarily just like them coming back like they did. Either way, got the W. Cincinnati, they clinched the uh, number one draft pick. We got to see what all goes on across the league with, um, I know the Detroit game's a big one because I believe they only have three wins too. Um, but they only have 10 losses, so they got, I think they're like 3, 10, and 1 or something. So if they do win, then, you know, we would still be below them. But either way, you know, I mean, I'm not one of those people that think just like because you get a lower draft pick, you somehow get the better player. I think it's all about draft position and, you know, who you, you know, who you draft, not where you draft. And so, you know, while I wouldn't have been, you know, super angry that we lost, I'm still, you know, I'm still kind of happy that we won. And, you know, they showed that they can actually play some football. And we got to see, we got to see a couple people. And, you know, just like, I guess who's going to be there for next year. And, you know, like, obviously, like, we don't know for sure. But for the most part, you can kind of make some guesses of, you know, who just like, uh, you know, you can see the people making plays and you can see that, you know, when like who's playing the most and see, you know, who can come back, you know, and if it's not like a starting position, they can come back and be on special teams or, you know, be in the rotation and, you know, like I talked about last game, you know, but I saw a lot of you know, a lot of new, newer people in the um, lineup, like uh, Sealer, man, that D-tackle today, he had a really good game, and, you know, he made some crucial plays, at, um, especially in the run game as the, you know, just as the game progressed, you know, there's a couple holes that, you know, it looked like holes, and then they were closed because Sealer was literally all over the field, so... Um, he, you know, he's going to be one of those uh, players to look out for. Um, Van Ginkle and um, Beagle, they were, you know, they were all over the field. And I believe, you know, they're going to be uh, people to look out for. And, you know, who knows the, the different schemes and the different things you might be able to do with better people on the field next year. So, um you know, but they're definitely going to be some people who are making plays and, you know, who probably, you know, may have a future with this team. Um, and we already know, you know, Jerome Baker, you know, he goes out there and he does this thing, the lead, you know, he leads the team in tackles. 
Um, Christian Woods, Christian Wilkins stepped up a lot, and you know it makes me feel you know really excited for the future and you know everything he's gonna do. So athletic, you know, got his first NFL touchdown today. You know, pass from Fitzpatrick was was I mean really awesome, and so happy for him out there. Uh, the offense actually, man, before you know before the fourth quarter. Or crap, you know, before the three-minute mark, the offense looked unbeatable. You know, Fitzpatrick was out there having fun and just throwing the ball, and I believe he, I believe he forced, he he did force a lot of passes today, and you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I guess that you know, it just is what it is, because when you have like a Devontae Parker or a Mike Gesicki, you know, you they had really good games today and you know those passes he forced you know led to some touchdowns and things like that so that was absolutely amazing and so you know hopefully they can keep hopefully they can keep that going um defense you know there's just a bunch of bunch of movement pieces there's so much going on uh, pretty much everybody on the defense was um, practically brand new, you know, outside of the guys. Well, I mean, even some of the guys that I didn't mention, like um, Sealer, you know, he's new, but he had a really big impact. But um, the whole secondary was, uh, you know, practically, you know, they played the last couple games or maybe some of them haven't. Um, Eric Rose obviously doing real, um, doing well. You know, the way he covered the tight ends today were was really good. Um, Nick Needham, real, I mean, he's, you know, he's playing his butt off. And, you know, he might even play his uh, way into starting on that other side for, you know, the other side of Xavier Howard. Because that's just, you know, that's just how good he's played all season. You know, because outside of Jerome Baker and... You know, maybe Christian Wilkins, you know, it's hard to see, you know, what those guys do in the trenches, you know, how many blocks he's taking up and things like that. But basically, you know, outside of Jerome Baker, you know, Nick Needham's been like a real key, like, you know, just like a real big player to everything that, you know, the Dolphins were doing this um this year and what they've accomplished. So, I would love to see Nick Needham back, you know, even if it's just for like a, you know, like a backup role or a slot corner or something like that. Um, I believe, you know, that guy has like a lot of fight and, you know, we may have found, you know, a diamond in the rough with him. So definitely that, uh, you know, there was a lot of things that, you know, as far as the defensive back goes where, you know, they actually, you know, Nate Brooks and Colbert. And, you know, those guys, they were playing their butts off. But, you know, once again, we really couldn't get a pass rush. And, you know, while we did actually sack Dalton a couple of times, you know, you could tell that there were some plays, you know, when we only rushed four, that, you know, nobody nobody was getting to the quarterback. And so that's something that we have to change um, this offseason season. You know, whether that be in the draft or uh, in free agency. And, you know, that's a that's a really big one because, I mean, the most important players on the field 
are the quarterbacks and the defensive ends, you know, and that's because they rush the quarterbacks. And so you need a pass rush. And, you know, the offensive line, it was so hard to see, you know, in the beginning because it just seemed like everything was moving our way. Um, we couldn't get any sort of uh, running going on, you know, I mean, between Gaskins and Laird and uh, Fitzpatrick and the, I don't even know, the guy with dreads um, that came in. He's a new guy. We just picked him up. So, you know, but between them, it was, you know, we still only had a little bit over 100 yards um, hopefully Gaskins is okay because I would definitely like to see, you know, him back in, you know, I definitely, I hate bringing up the Patriots when we compare them, you know, cause we have Patriot coaches and Brian Flores, the system is, um, you know, very unique and it kind of reminds us of the, of the Patriot system, but you know, the, with the, like with the, um, running backs, you know, if we did, if you did have Gaskins and Laird and, you know, you get one big running back, you know, like one big time running back, somebody that can just like wear down the defense and, you know, you can use Laird and Gaskins um, in the outside, well, not necessarily the outside run game, but, you know, um, catching the ball and doing, you know, when the um, running back needs help, you know, come in for a couple plays. And so, you know, I definitely, I definitely like the way, like, I don't like them being, you know, every, every down backs, obviously, but, you know, for them to come in and do like a trick play or do some kind of play to give their starting running back a rest, you know, that's really, that's all good, but definitely need a big time running back. Um, The offensive line, obviously, we know the offensive line has been um, pretty terrible, and, but, you know, for the most part in the beginning of the game, you couldn't really see they played all right. You know, Fitzpatrick was still winding up on the ground and getting rushed. And, you know, I think he's like, uh, he's like, like, we're like ranked 27th in knockdowns or whatever. So that means Fitzpatrick gets knocked down pretty much you know, more than any other quarterback besides like three or four, which is not good, you know, especially, you know, because Fitzpatrick, he goes out there and he has fun and, you know, he just, you know, he doesn't really, he doesn't really care, you know, he'll throw the touchdowns and he'll throw the interceptions and, you know, he'll still come back out there and, you know, give his guys a chance to to make plays, but, you know, for younger players and, you know, quarterbacks coming in. So whether that be Josh Rosen or a quarterback that we draft, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be one of those things where they're going to need an O-line because, you know, they're they're not going to want to play free and, you know, make some of the mistakes that Fitzpatrick can make because, you know, quite frankly, you know, he's, 37 he's probably only going to be in the league a couple more years and you know he has nothing to lose so you know there's obviously you know when we get our franchise quarterback you know it's going to be somebody that needs to come in 
and, you know, have at least a couple pieces. And because for the most part, though, you know, with Smythe, Durham Smythe and Mike Gesicki and, you know, you're seeing uh, just like in this game, Isaiah Ford was super huge in the in that last drive, which was crazy. He basically won us that last drive because of those two like crucial catches in the um in and then you got Albert Wilson, you got Devontae Parker, you got uh Preston Williams when he comes back, you got Alan Hearns. So man, we we actually have a really talented receiver group. And you know, you can see these guys because Fitzpatrick is actually, you know, allowing them to go up and make plays and just getting them the ball you know, squeezing it in there and just allowing these guys to make plays. So, you know, and then we got Jakeem Grant, who is um, who would be coming back. So, you know, there's a lot of weapons to play with. Um, And then obviously, you know, in the defensive end, like the defensive backs or, you know, we got Xavier Howard's coming back and we're not really sure what's going to happen with Rashad Jones and, um, uh, Bobby, Bobby McCain. So it's going to be, you know, that's going to be really interesting to kind of see where they go. Um, you know, getting off on a tangent and, you know, as you can see with the coaches that we have this year and the play calling is so different and you're actually, you know, winning with so much less talent. It's at, like, you know, it's absolutely crazy. And, you know, I've never been like, you know, like I've always been not necessarily a Tannehill hater, but I definitely didn't believe in Tannehill. I feel like, you know, he had too much time and, you know, he was just an average quarterback. But, you know, the more and more I look at him over in Tennessee, it's it's really just like the Dolphins franchise really kind of failed him. And, you know, because he's making plays and he's making throws and. You know, whether that's because of, you know, Derrick Henry and all the running yards, you know, which he kind of had with Jay Ajayi in that one year that um, the Dolphins went to the playoffs. But um, so between, you know, that and just like, you know, Mike Vrabel's a decent head coach and, you know, just maybe his confidence level is, you know, sort of like sort of risen now that. You know, he can play and doesn't have to worry about, you know, all the other BS. And, you know, he's not actually, you know, he doesn't actually have to go out there and, you know, be the quarterback that has to make every play. Because you, like, because most of the time you have Derrick Henry. I know they didn't have him today, but Tannehill still played really well. And you got A.J. Brown. And, man, he was just making some plays out there that was... You know, just crazy. So, you know, but with this season he's put together over in Tennessee, you know, you kind of have to feel like the Dolphins organization let him down, you know, and that was just all the coaches that he was involved with and the offensive coordinators changing and just, you know, everything about his situation in Miami was pretty much terrible. Even when they did have like all of those um, superstars, you didn't have the coach. So, you know, there was just a lot of stuff going on. 
Uh, that's a tangent. So, uh, but going back to that Cincinnati game, it was it was actually you know it was a really good game. I thought you know when they were up twenty eight to six or whatever it was, you know the game was over because man they were just basically you know running them over, and they got a little bit um, lax and. That's, you know, the NFL games can flip in an instance and, you know, Tyler Boyd start making, you know, crazy plays and Andy Dalton start, you know, just kind of just throwing it up there and seeing if his people can make plays. And they definitely made them. And that uh, Tyler Eifert um, Hail Mary catch at the end, the box out, which was really crazy. I mean, because there's like five receivers back there and. There's like 10 of our guys back there, so that shouldn't happen. But, you know, it was a win. And, you know, I know some people are like, oh, you know, the draft position, draft position. And it's it's one of those things. I just feel that, you know, it's about, you know, who you pick. And there's so, you know, because I believe the worst draft, like the worst uh, pick we're going to get is – you know, somewhere around the like the the four or five or six range, and that's that's the worst. So you know, I think we can still get the number three overall because with the Giants beating with the Giants beating uh, Philly or Giants beating Philly, the Giants beating the Redskins today. You know, um, they'll end up. I think they end up moving in that two spot for now. Uh, because they still have the three wins, the two are four. But, you know, that could obviously all change next week, too. So, you know, there's still, you know, there's still a lot of um, a lot left to play for. Obviously, we got to see the combine and, you know, what happens all up into that point. Because there's so many, there's so many good players. And I'm going to be covering a lot of those players you know, in these, you know, in these upcoming months, you know, after the Super Bowl, we'll start to, you know, break down drafts and, you know, just look at, look at team needs, look at, you know, just who we can um, pick for the Dolphins as well, having those three draft picks and, you know, Pittsburgh lost, so that's good for us. You know, they're still going to be in the 20s, but it's... You know, it's a lower 20, so that's a, that's a good thing. And, you know, Houston's continuing to win, but, you know, it is what it is. I think you knew what you were getting into when you traded those players for the first round and, you know, the team's, like, actual talent. So, you know, that it is what it is. But, yeah, the Dolphins, man, they got a, they got a long – they got a – Long road ahead. You know, this season was about, you know, seeing who, like, who the actual guys were. You know, who you can, you know, keep for next season. You know, who can be on the practice squad so you can call them up. And, you know, just who you're going to get rid of. And also just looking at other teams and... You know, seeing, you know, maybe who you can steal from their practice squad, just like Flores has been doing all year. And, you know, what other diamonds you can find that, you know, just other people, 
you know, they maybe have a better um, team for that position or, like, just like Sealer, man, I think, uh, you know, while it was one game, man, the way this guy plays, I believe being on Baltimore's practice squad, it was just, man, they have so many good players that, you know, Brian Flores was able to see that and just, you know, go get, like, go get him. And, you know, he could be, he can be a big guy for the future, man, because the way he was playing today was just like, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty dominant in the run game, man. We held them, we really held them up in a run game, which was, you know, it's not dolphin like, especially this year. So it's going to be really interesting to kind of see, you know, what they do in the offseason and, you know, what they continue to do as far as, you know, getting people and, you know, trading for people, trading people still. And the offseason is going to be really fun for the Dolphins, I believe, because there's just going to be so much to do. And, you know, you need so much. The offensive line, you know, your tackles are obviously a big problem. Uh, your running game's a big problem. Secondaries just ever changing. So, um, but I I do like I like Brian Flores' defense defense though you know because it kind of you know even though the secondary's bad it doesn't look as bad as it should look because of you know the different defense that B flow brings. Oh <sighs> yeah, man. So Tannehill and Cincinnati. Got a the Baltimore just clinched the home field advantage throughout the playoffs, so that's going to be really interesting to kind of see what um, New England does next week against the Dolphins. You know, do they rest guys because they already clinched, or you know, do they play their guys because they want that um, bye week and they still want that second seeding? It's gonna be it's gonna be really really interesting in these next couple weeks to see seating and just all of that stuff, man. Ah, but thank you guys for tuning in. You know it's your boy Anthony Newton, and this is Newton's Ball on the Beach. I'm out. <laughs>